Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 533 and the Foo Fighters. We're back, Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Heavy rain overnight, but hey, good the rest of the week pretty much with uh, highs in the mid to high 70s, maybe even low 80s and lots of sunshine starting today. How about that? I was kind yeah. of expecting a lot more out of it yesterday. Though we're having the like showers in the afternoon. It, it was like late in the evening, I think. It rained really hard, at least where I was. I don't there was know. A, there was a tornado headed towards my house. There was supposedly, and then that never happened. That's Brian Lapis. Uh, gotta stop listening to this guy. Very flimsy qualifications. Very on that guy. flimsy guy. A lot of question marks. Uh, we'll be talking about that and a whole lot of other stuff uh, today, I'm sure, because that's what the show is all about. It's five thirty-four. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock One Hundred and Two. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552, and the Rolling Stones are back. Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Highs near 80 for today. Lots of sunshine pretty much that way for the rest of the week. We had uh, heavy rains overnight, but uh, we're done with that for now, so that's good. Uh, Hollywood Trash, brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKinley. I don't know how you say his name. McElhaney, I believe. McElhaney, I think that's right, yeah. Uh, They filmed their colonoscopies to raise awareness for colon cancer prevention. Probably a good thing, too, because the doctor found and removed one polyp from Ryan and two from Rob. Wow. Was it a competition? Like, who wins, uh, like, a prize for the most amount of polyps? Well, I, th- I think, uh, you know, Ryan uh, having the uh, sense of humor that he does, it was very much set up like, hey, let's see what's inside of me. McElhaney's no sna- uh, slouch either, though. Yeah, but he's only got, uh, uh, oh, three from Rob. He got three. Wow. Wow. You know, I only had that one, but I was told by the doctor that it was one of the most beautiful polyps he'd ever seen. Yeah. Listening... Uh, really uh, inspirational. What? Um, when I h- heard the word polyp for the first time, and you know, years ago, in reference to uh, what they find inside colonoscopies, yeah, uh, I was also working at a gas station where Jay Polyp was delivering all of the snacks and goods. Mm. Uh, so I had like a bad association with that for the yeah, longest don't, time. Don't because they provide a useful service. Oh, I know they do. I'm just saying. Whereas uh, like a colon polyp needs to be excised. Yeah. Well, what'd they pull out of you? A J polyp. I've had polyps located yeah. in there before as well. And obviously they were benign. So I'm still here. And by the way, we have the audio from that fantastic video that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney produced. And we'll have it, or you would have already heard it in Now Hear This, depending on when you're hearing this segment. All, All right. right. There See? you go. Look at that. All right. Uh, Kevin Smith uh, revealed that Ben Affleck wrote Jennifer Lopez a very lengthy speech for their wedding. Quote, Ben's one of my favorite writers on the planet. He's his own biggest fan, so he wrote like a 12-page speech. Hmm. Uh, wow. Sort of 12 back- pages? Jesus. A backhanded compliment in there, though, isn't there? You know, here's, here's an idea. <laughs> Front for all- and back? Yeah. <laughs> here's an idea of, uh, uh, of speech giving. Keep it short. Keep it simple. No one needs to sit through a 12-page speech mm-hmm. uh, elo- at a wedding. Eloquence is brevity. That's it. That's, there That's you go. it. But him Less being his more. own biggest fan, was that kind of like a slap, or was that just some trash talk, some friendly trash talk? Probably friendly trash talk. Okay. Uh, for a very bleak moment in American history, Rosie O'Donnell was celibate. 
She'd lost interest in sex and took herself out of the game. Huh. Well, now, <laughs> I'm happy to report that she is back in, baby! Now, uh, <laughs> let's put the cart before the horse here. Was she selling it by her own decision, or was there nobody else to help her? No takers. I would guess that part. I don't know. You know, even you know, if she's the celebrity that she is, there's somebody out there that would want to do it with Rosie O'Donnell. Maybe you know, back in the day, but no, today, even now, I'm uh, listen. Uh, there's uh, there's people out there that are probably hey have always had a crush on Rosie O'Donnell. Going, oh my God, now's my chance. Who are these people? Yeah, yeah. N- name fifteen of them. Yeah, uh, was that one lady? <laughs> Anne Hayes couldn't take it. No, she couldn't. No. She was not interested. Um, so anyway, she was on some radio show this week, which I don't even recognize the name. Sure. But uh, she admitted that her new girlfriend has uh, reignited her passion. Quote, I've never dated a tattooed woman before. She's got 23 tattoos, including a huge one on her neck and her thighs, and she's very, very sexy to me. I'm back in action, baby. Was she find her at a uh, sideshow or something at a circus? A no, tattoo, the tattooed lady. Listen, there are more people with tattoos <laughs> than there are people without tattoos these days. Is that so, right? <laughs> seems that way. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I mean, uh, tattoos are sexy if you do it like the right way. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you got like a nice sleeve or something, you know, like a nice thigh one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know that's it. But if you got them like uh, like Mike yeah. Tyson, yeah, like uh, right around <laughs> your eye, yeah. uh, that's not that sexy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the creator of Squid Game doesn't mind that Netflix is tuning it. Uh, I'm sorry, turning it into a reality show. "Quote: I think that even though our show does carry a quite a heavy message, whenever you take things too seriously, that's really not the best way to go for the entertainment is- industry." I guess. I don't want to be. I don't want to be uh, inspired by anything. I just want to see get people getting shot because they lost the game. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the fun of it. Well, was, that was, wasn't Running Man was the original Squid Game, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. And wasn't, like, uh, Logan's Run another one, too? Kind of like that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Was Run- Running Man was Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Yes. With yeah. Richard Dawson? Yes. Yeah, see, yeah. That, was a, that was a good movie. That, that would have been a great reality show. You know, you can see Mayor Dom Dom complaining about all these people getting out on bail. We should just put them into a big game. <laughs> and if they finally, you know, make it out of the uh, the gauntlet, yeah. then they can uh, they can be free on the like street. Like, eh. Either a, a big game of red light, green light, or that yeah. big glass bridge. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good I one, I like that one. Uh, Christina Aguilera unfollowed Britney Spears on Instagram after Britney made a comment about her that uh, some took as fat shaming. Britney responded that Christina has a beautiful body, and it was not meant that way at all. These two are still fighting after uh, probably 25 years now. Mm. Well, you know, sometimes you just can't let it go. Because back in the day, it was like Christina or Britney, Christina or Britney. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, occasionally, uh, occasionally a Britney video show up on the TikToks, and uh, she's not right. She's still not right. There's something really wrong with that girl. And, you yeah. know, but, if, uh, if she's talking a load of junk. But God bless her, you know. I know. Oh, hey, you got to feel bad for her. Uh, Doja Cat's next album will be influenced by 90s German rave music. Now is the time for dancing on sprockets. She said she used to love it as a kid, and now that she's older, she can express it. Well, good for her. That's good. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, these are all like country music stories. You really don't care about those, I don't, do you? actually, no. Are you sure? Yes. Positive. <laughs> all right, well, let's, uh, let, uh, Garth Brooks. 
He helped Ke- Kelly Clarkson perform Billy Joel's. See, this is like it's like a trifecta of uh, musical genres. Yes. Right. He helped uh, Kelly Clarkson perform Billy Joel's New York State of Mind on her show on Monday. It was in honor of Garth doing that song at his historical or his historic Central Park concert back in 1997. Man, when you said, uh, yeah. hey, you guys didn't care about the country music stuff, well, I, hey. I didn't realize it was going to apply to extra <laughs> musical genres. Well, you didn't know it was going to be uh, Kelly Clarkson involved. Uh, she's a hot ticket. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson! Mostly because she's breathing very heavily as she walks up a pair of stairs, but she's very hot ticket. Is your uh, Tourette's acting up over there? What's, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> you realize you just randomly blurred out American Idol winners. Aaron Judge! There you go. Hey, uh, man, and that's you your go. Hollywood trash on Rock 102. I am. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, let's face it. There's nothing more demeaning or frustrating than working for the man. It's even worse when the man also happens to be an insufferable jerk. Oh, believe you me, I work for those sorts of people. Not over the last 27 and a half years, of course. I would never admit to something like that because A, they occasionally listen to the show, and B, they're still writing the checks. But before all that, I work for some of the most vile and socially deficient people on the planet. And yet, none of them were ever slapped with a $10 million fine or a one-year suspension by the NBA. Yesterday, the NBA handed down their punishment of Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver for any number of egregious violations, which allegedly created a hostile work environment for his employees. Among the many accusations against this guy included multiple complaints of making multiple sexually suggestive comments to female employees, making inappropriate physical contact with several male employees, and engaging in multiple counts of verbal harassment towards his subordinates. And it doesn't end there. Sarver was also accused of five documented cases in which he readily used the N-word and other racially inflammatory language around the office. Following their investigation, the NBA concluded that there was a chance that Robert Sarver is a jerk, and for that, he will be suspended for the team for one year and pay a fine of $10 million, which is the maximum fine allowed by NBA rules. Now, if there's one thing I know about jerks, it is this. If you punish someone who happens to be a disgusting, thoughtless, arrogant, and self-entitled jackass, they don't stop being jackasses. What they become are bigger jackasses who are consumed with greater resentment. Putting this guy back in business exactly one year after a suspension means that everybody in the Phoenix Suns office has exactly 12 months to fluff up their resume and find something else to do. Because I'm pretty sure that despite his sudden apologies, he'll be worse when he comes back. Because that, my friends, is the way things go. But hey, never mind yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Steel, the orange and white chainsaws and blowers that the pros use. There's a steel train expert at every Rocky's Ace Hardware location like Allen in Westfield. That's your guy if you're looking for a steel chainsaw. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. In and Pearl Jam with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's 56 right now and clear. It's going to be near 80 today and clear. It's going to be 70-ish tomorrow and clear. It's going to be 75 on Friday and clear. It's going to be near 80 on Saturday and clear. Look at that. Lots of sun. I wish you would be uh, more clear uh, More clear <laughs> what you're trying to say. Hey, uh, yesterday, uh, scary situation at Northeastern University in Boston. Oh, yeah. There was this, uh, this package delivered to uh, to the campus. And uh, some staff member 
says, oh, look, a package. And uh, they decide it must be for me. I'll open it mm-hmm. and see what uh, was what was uh, what was delivered. Because it could be like a secret admirer, could be uh, you know any number of things. Oh, that it could just... be your uh, cow pie. Yeah, it could you be know, one somebody of those. was yeah. say, uh, your buddy, uh, your your old northeastern buddy was uh, sending you a cow manure in the mail. Well, as it turns out, um, this thing detonated, and uh, the person who opened it received minor injuries. Uh, nobody else was hurt. No students. Nobody else. Just uh, just one guy or woman. It's a little unclear. Uh, uh, who was hurt or you know what they were doing to you know open up the, the 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 package but it exploded small explosion in fact some people on campus didn't even realize there had been an explosion some people in the building didn't even realize that there was an explosion Did you see what building it happened at by the way the, the the building that houses the gender and sexuality studies program at northeastern yes because the relevance of that is quite clear yeah. now uh the, having said all that uh yeah, to me this is this is scary stuff because this is the kind of thing that, like, the Unabomber did early on. You know, like, you know, sending things that blow yeah. up. You know, and, 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 and the, the thing is, you don't realize until it's too late uh, that you're making an egregious mistake. Uh, you just, you know, you get a package and you just, you know, indiscriminately rip it open and thinking, oh, is it, nothing could possibly go wrong. Oh, but, I've been waiting for this. Right. I've been waiting for something to blow up in my face. No one says that. So... How many times over the last 20 years have we seen stories of, you know, unattended packages, unattended luggage, right. unattended backpacks that just happen to be laid around any public place? And you always call the authorities to check that out. Now, I'm almost at the point now where I don't want to open up any of my packages. Yes, but how many of those times were those bags actually filled with anything? I would imagine about 95% of them weren't didn't have anything in them. I know. So when you have these incidents where there's no it just becomes like this muscle man, well, all of them is nothing going to blow it, up. It's in a this thing. it's a boy that cried wolf situation. Mm-hmm. If it keeps if it keeps coming back where right. there's nothing to worry about, it's just a it's just a bag on a street or it's the you know, I mean, you know, somebody must have left this crock pot or this uh, pressure cooker outside. Yeah. You know, you just ignore it or you call a cop. Well, especially sensitive, too, in Boston with regard to explosions and things like that. Well, but, that's well, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, th- to see these kinds of things, you know, pop up again, yeah. uh, it's really disconcerting. I, I was I was actually you you and I were talking about this just briefly off the air. And you said, well, just don't open packages. And I go. Don't open packages. How many packages is like get sent here all the time and open them? But now reading this line of the the incident, uh, the forty five year old man who was injured in the incident had opened wow. a hard packed pelican type case. Okay, that's that's the one you don't open. What's a pelican you know? type case? It's it's like like you carrying around like uh, audio gear or mm. something in like a like a really hard like a hard uh, pack suitcase. Kinda. Why do they call pelican? Is that I, I don't even know. I, I think it's the name of the company. Oh, like, yeah. like, a, okay. like, a, like a pelican. Gotcha. Uh, you okay. know, phone case. Okay, it's so like it's, a, like it's a hard plastic. Yes. You know, you know, very strong case. Instead of American tourister, I'd say pelican okay got it all right so but, but american touristers can withstand like uh you know gorillas beating the hell out i know of those so, are great commercials yeah well no they're, they're just it's great luggage but uh but but even still it's like yeah you, there are certain things that you just don't open and that would be 
You're right, Steve. Like that or like a like a briefcase that has like a handcuff on it. I wouldn't open mm. that one. Mm. Ooh, it's ticking. There must be an alarm clock. In I there. wouldn't open that one either. Yeah, there, obviously there's going to be a little bit of caution at Northeastern today and for the next few days. If I was a student, I'd be freaking out about that, and I wouldn't open any packages. But then things will go back to normal in a couple of days probably. You know, um, not for nothing. I mean, I know it's been 21 years since September 11th, um, but, you know, this is a terrorist type of uh, thing, you know, when you're sending explosives in the mail or, you know, packages that could blow up on you. I wonder how much, you know, we say, well, we're never going to forget what happened on September 11th, but I wonder how lazy we have become when these things happen, where we just assume, well, you know, this could never happen to me, that something would blow up in my face or, you know, know, whatever. It's just like, you know, have we become so complacent about these kinds of things that we're no longer willing to allow ourselves the belief that this could be a bad situation? And and next year, Bax will be the 10th anniversary of the Boston Marathon bombing as well. Right. So, not just 9-11, but specifically in Boston. And yes, I think people get used to this kind of thing, although I think there will be extra caution for the next couple of days at Northeastern. Did you see, speaking of uh, the uh, the marathon bomber, did you see the, the, the Netflix documentary that's on right now? I have not. It's about the connection of the uh, the Zarnaev brothers, yeah. in particular the, the older one, mm-hmm. to a murder case that happened, uh, you know, a triple homicide that mm-hmm. happened, and uh, you know once once the bombing happened at the at the at the uh, Boston Marathon, there wasn't a whole lot of. It appears as though there wasn't a whole lot of movement in the investigation of the triple homicide, even though mm-hmm. there were you know very direct pathways between the the guys that were killed yeah. and uh, and the uh, the bombers and in fact uh, one of the reasons why there was such a lack of continued investigation is because these three guys were also involved in selling marijuana which at the time was illegal in the state of Massachusetts and so that kind of stalled that investigation it's a really interesting uh, documentary so they chose to investigate marijuana instead of murder no the, they chose point. they they chose to almost not investigate the marijuana ah. thinking well it's just a you know gotcha just some drug dealers that died mm. but these were really smart guys they weren't just you know mm. you know guys selling weed these are really intelligent uh, dudes mm. and their murders were left unsolved Meanwhile, you have these guys, you know, had that mur- murder investigation been investigated properly? Yeah. Yeah. Is a very good possibility the bombing at the at the uh, the marathon would never have happened. So that's the whole premise of the the documentary. It's pretty interesting. But it just goes to show that when you are presented with a situation where there's an unattended package or a bag or anything, you don't just go up to it and start kicking it around to see mm-hmm. if it's going to blow up on you. Yeah. You call it. You call the authorities and, yes. and and have them deal with it. See something, say something. Isn't that what they say? That's what they say. Mm-hmm. They Actually, should still be saying it. I had a shirt that uh, had John Cusack on it, holding up a, a ticking time bomb, and it says, "If you see something, say anything." Ah, Ooh, that's yeah. good. That was a great yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. You know what? Don't pick up cases. <laughs> Just don't like like I don't like that's the thing though like I wouldn't pick anything up like that if I saw it just sitting there. I know, but yeah, but but yeah. How many times do you do something, not really thinking about you know what could possibly happen, and then you wind up you know 
hurting yourself. Yeah, but it's been ingrained into my head, uh, the see something, say something thing. So has, has does nobody else feel that way? I think people feel that way intellectually. Like, you know, yeah. they can they can, you know, in their minds, they can say it. But in reality, there's the there's an instinct that takes over where you ignore what your mind is telling you and say, oh, it's just a package. It's got my name on it. What could possibly go wrong? John Cusack's career blew up after that movie, by the way. Oh, I see what you're trying to do. Ioni Skies yeah. didn't. We haven't heard from her since, pretty much. Yeah. I'm really well, glad we came full circle. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. What happened to that uh, that woman? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's 622. We're back, Steve and Dave, in Rock 102. We've got another local drug bust. Speaking of cocaine, to get to in the Rock 102 news coming up in less than 10 minutes. Oh, look at you, look Mr. At you. Entertainment tonight. Speaking of, uh, Logan, you were asking about uh, Pelican? Yes. They're uh, they're located in South Deerfield. The headquarters for the uh, luggage place. I thought um, it was Torrance, California was Pelican. I got a guy here who says Pelican's a company in South Deerfield. He huh. works third shift over there. Wow. So, yeah, way well, to go, Josh. Thanks for uh, for letting uh, us know. I don't think he's uh, really works there. Well, I don't I don't really know. All I know is I wouldn't mind a couple of Pelican cases for myself for my valuables. Yeah, I know. A uh, Pelican case uh, right here in the studio would be nice. Yeah, that would be awesome. Anything hey. we can pack, uh, you know. <laughs> Parts, nails, things like that inside of <laughs> it would be pressure cookers. That would be uh, yeah. terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Today I learned brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned. Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Today I learned that Dad Joke David from Sunderland is back in the studio. I got some dad jokes for you. All right, I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. What do sprinters eat before a race? I don't know. What do sprinters eat before a race? Nothing. They fast. because <laughs> they're sprinters. They fast. What concert costs just 45 cents? I don't know. What concert costs just 45 cents? 50 Cent featuring Nickelback. Yeah! <laughs> you get it because you get yeah, change out of there. Mathematical uh, joke. What do you call mac and cheese that gets all up in your face? I don't know. Too close for comfort food. Dad Jake David from Sutherland. Don't call me later. Just call me dad. Ah. Coming up next in the Rock 102 news, that local drug bust. And also a West Springfield man arrested in Ludlow for punching another guy in the face. We'll get to that. Here's your Western Mass News from 632. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. LeVar Click Bruce is your guy on the Springfield City Council. He was surrounded by a bunch of people last night in a celebration, including Mayor Dom Sarno of Springfield. And Mr. Click Bruce has been an aide to Mayor Sarno and also a basketball coach at Commerce High School. And Mr. Click Bruce defeated Ed Collins by 44 votes in yesterday's special election to claim that vacant Ward 5 seat on the Springfield City Council. Good for him. Congratulations. Yes, uh, there was a big celebration and a party last night at Marley's Bar and Grill. And Mr. Click Bruce showered with applause, it says, on MassLive.com once the results were announced. Among those other supporters there, aside from the mayor, State Rep. Bud Williams, who recently stepped aside. The Fresh Paint Springfield Mural Art Festival began over the weekend, and it's ongoing. So if you're seeing some artwork take shape on the buildings in downtown Springfield, that's what's going on downtown right now. You mean it's supposed to be there? It's not like buildings getting tagged and stuff? Yeah, exactly. And obviously they might have had to 
put a little kibosh on it yesterday with the weather, but they're back at it today, and they'll be working throughout the week and finishing sometime this weekend, specifically the murals downtown and in Mason Square. Now, I have to say, I uh, I kind of like the murals that have been uh, been painted over the last couple of years. I love them, man. I mean, it's 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 a good thing. It's, yeah. I mean, you know, listen, there was a time when we didn't have murals, you know, back when the city was somewhat of an eyesore. Now well, look we, at us. We're, we just we're had, breathtaking. We just had graffiti. Yes, good That's point. That's all we Steve. had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So art over graffiti. Although isn't graffiti art in and of itself? Of I course guess. it is. And how do you judge which is the, where's the line between those two? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's really all in the eye of the beholder. Actually, it's really in the eye of the artist himself mm-hmm. who really just determines whether or not this is art or not. I always wondered how uh, people spray paint like bridge abutments, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, or like over highways or someplace where you like wouldn't like how yeah. the hell did you get up there? And then I saw this video, this guy out in California who does this all the time and he like scales the bridge and he and he paint like in the middle of the night he goes out there at two o'clock in the morning and he does all this uh, graffiti I was going to say it would have to happen in the dead of night or else they'd get busted and they wouldn't be able to complete the task, right? You know, my wife wouldn't let me climb a ladder because of my age and uh, you know lack of physical agility. If I if I were like a graffiti artist, she would be screaming at me to get down. Mm. Like, you never allow that to happen. Get down from there. What are you trying to do? You're too old for that kind of you thing. You can't even do the lawn in the house, and now you're up there spray-painting graffiti on a bridge? Right. Who See do you I'm, think you are? See what I'm talking about? Hey. On, the, on the other hand, if I if I were a graffiti artist and I said, I, I can't mow the lawn, but I do have to paint a bridge abutment, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't fly either. Hmm. Like, what do, you, what do you mean you're willing to scale down a wall yeah. with, a, with a whole tool belt of spray paint, but you can't... You can't use a weed whacker out in the backyard? Yeah. See, you need a lot of skills. You need agility, you need equipment, and you need artistic ability. Do you have any of that? I, guess, have... I got some artistic Do you? ability. Can you oh, draw? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Steve, can you draw at all? No. I can't. I'm. I, if you ever play Pictionary with me, you're guaranteed to win. Because I can't, I, <clears throat> I'm horrible I, at it. I can draw off of a weed vape <laughs> pen. You know, uh, Steve and I had a little thing uh, a few years ago mm-hmm. where Steve decided that it would be hilarious to draw a penis on my back windshield. I remember you talking about this. Um, and it was uh, you know, a rudimentary penis. I mean, you knew what it was. I mean, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't a surprise. But then I decided to do the same to him. And mm-hmm. I thought that, uh, that the penis that I drew uh, was uh, realistic. Uh-huh. It showed uh, depth, dimension, uh, a good use of... Uh, uh, a form. I thought, yeah. it was, I thought I did a very artistic job with it. You did a great job uh, because you won the contest by putting it on my rear window and I didn't know it was there for the entire trip from <laughs> here all the way out to Westfield where it, it, it took up the whole back window and it was very well done. <laughs> it looked like one of these like airbrushed paintings. Yeah, wow. you know? absolutely. You know, those, uh, you know those people who airbrush their back windows with yes. like, pictures of horses and stuff? Yeah. This, uh, imagine that. Very but, much like that. But but with a big giant penis. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's actually a lot of artistic talent yeah. in my family. I, I'm happy I can't execute a well-drawn, well-drawn penis. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy that I can't do that. Baxendales are both artsy <laughs> I, and fartsy. I saw... I was online yesterday, and I see one of these, uh, like a meme, I guess. It was a picture. You know the people with the stick figure families? Yes. Well, they must have had like 10 kids on this stick figure family. And then somebody wrote in the dirt above, oh, my God, get off of her. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's good art right there. That's good art. Uh, Steve, you brought up weed a moment ago. Uh, Police recently uncovering and shutting down another home-based cannabis grow in Westfield. But quite different than some other indoor grow farms, apparently. Westfield Police Detective Scott Schuster reporting that uh, officers noticed an extremely strong odor of unburnt marijuana when they showed up at 67 Mullen Drive and one Alexander Belinsky... 54 years old, opened up the door. So with the smell of the unburnt marijuana, the officers then were able to proceed inside and find the entire grow operation downstairs. So that's how much you were growing in Westfield. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry, West, uh, West Springfield, you said? Uh, that was uh, Westfield. Actually. It was yeah, Westfield. Yes, you're well, right. Be damned. Mm-hmm. Uh, meantime, a West Springfield man was arrested in Ludlow after he reportedly punched another man in the face through an open car window. So this wasn't one of those things where his mother and their mother were hanging out the clothes? I don't think so. All right, <laughs> just want to make sure. What's that? Is that from a documentary, by the way, or not? No, no. It's like, you know, my mother, your mother hanging out the clothes. Uh, my mother punched your mother right in the nose. What no. color was the blood? Was that a Dr. Seuss thing or not? Dude, it's like an eeny, meeny, <laughs> miny, mo thing. Is right? so, I, the eeny, meeny, did you, miny, ha- did you have a childhood? Not including that rhyme, obviously. So thanks. Um, that this, was a way to uh, to uh, to to resolve pick, disputes or pick in teams, your childhood, or something yes. like that. Yeah. How yeah. do you how do you decide between one thing and the other? Well, well then it's either eeny meeny miny mo or my mother, your mother, hanging out the clothes. No, no. There's always the baseball bat with the fists going up the bat. All right, but if uh, it, and let's say it's in the off season and yep. you don't have the <laughs> wiffle ball all right, bat. All right. It's you know it's the yeah. middle of winter. I got how you. are you going to solve a dispute at the age of five? Well, plus you don't want to use the same rhyme all the time. You want to diversify, right? So there, I, it's Sometimes, a good point. Yes. Yeah. All right. Back to the man in West Springfield who was arrested for punching another man in the face through an open car window while the victim was waiting at a traffic light in the area of East Street near Putts Bridge. Now, you're going to have to tell me about Putts Bridge. It's a funny name. Oh, Dave, I don't, I don't think we need to tell you about Putts. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, the, so was this guy doing anything that provoked this punch in the face? Uh, doesn't say in the report, but 33-year-old David Carter was the one who apparently punched the other guy, shouting obscenities at the officers as they approached him, and then he fled into Springfield. Hmm. He was eventually apprehended and charged. Well, I'd like to know what uh, what caused this. I don't know anything about Putts Bridge. P- and it's not P-U-T-Z, which would be even funnier. It's P-U-T-T-S, like the golf putt. Oh, Something this like is the this, I see, it's the one going from Indian Orchard into Ludlow. Yeah, they uh, they they call it the, the the Ludlow Bridge. I call it the scary scary bridge because mm. when you're on it and you're waiting in traffic and then like a truck goes over the other side, the whole right, thing, thing shakes. shakes. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, yeah. I don't know about this. Well, in that case, would it be the Puts Bridge rather than Putts? I don't know. I think it's Puts. Oh, is that right? It's well, sort of just based upon the spelling. P u t t s. I got P u t apostrophe s. Oh, Puts. Oh. Okay, well, I apologize. Maybe somebody with local knowledge can tell us how to pronounce Putts Putts Bridge. You just go with Putts and be happy with it. A new study indicates that Massachusetts is the most vaccinated state in the country. And we're not talking about COVID. The report by the personal finance website Wallet Hub examining a bunch of metrics for all 51 states, which includes the District of Columbia as well. And... They studied things like the share of vaccinated children, the presence of measles outbreaks, and flu vaccination rates, and Massachusetts number one. Mm. 
for uh, influenza vaccine, for HPV vaccinations, for zoster vaccinations, tetanus vaccinations, and other shots. I think this is the year I finally get that uh, that shingles vaccination. Oh, you you, you should because I yeah. had the shingles and it's it's not. It's not happening. No, I, I, don't, I, had it I, don't, the, I don't want it. I yeah. mean, and I know plenty of people that have had the shingles. Yeah, yeah. And I know plenty of people have had the siding. Yeah. I, I would opt for the siding, frankly. Okay. I've had uh, SOS. SOS? Uh, S on a shingle. Ah, yes, I've yeah. had that too. Also, my, my dad used to make that. It was cream chipped beef. <laughs> yeah. And it was out of the Stouffer's boil in the bag kind. You Ooh, remember that? Yes, I do. Oh, man, that was disgusting. <laughs> my favorite SOS was the big hit by ABBA, by the way. My favorite ABBA tune. That's your favorite? Oh, yeah. Really? Much better than Dancing Queen or anything else, in my opinion. Better than uh, Take a Chance on Me? Or Fer- is it Fernando? Oh, is that- Fernando. Oh, Fernando. How could you be? How could you say that? I mean, to me, the classic is Waterloo, but you know, we mm-hmm. could argue about ABBA classics all day long. Waterloo, a close second for me behind SOS. It's 642 with back Steve and Dave. we got a mass hat coming up next on Rock 102. It's going to be a pretty nice day today. Sunny and a high of 78 tomorrow. Sunny and a high of 70. I'm actually looking forward to like getting in the hot tub in like the 49 degree weather at yeah, night. That's, that's nice. going to be nice. Mm-hmm. 55 right now in downtown Springfield. The uh, the daily podcast goes up every day that we uh, do a show. So every weekday, Monday through Friday, right after 10 o'clock, you can hear it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest, the legendary Robin Hitchcock. He's got a brand new album coming out next month called Shuffle Mania. It is freaking fantastic. And uh, you can uh, hear that conversation on rock102.com. I got a real good one uh, coming up next week that I am not at liberty to announce quite yet, but uh, really, really cool on rock102.com. Time for the other stupid people aside from us. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Two mass hat awards to give out today one for a man in Tennessee and another for a guy in Greenfield, Mass. A police officer issued a $200 ticket for parking in a handicapped spot. Happened downtown Greenfield on Monday. And a resident of Greenfield, Diana Nunez, photographed the police cruiser illegally parked in that spot and reported it to the Greenfield Police Department. Now, uh, was he parked there on a police call or you know parked there for lunch? It was. Uh, le- it seemed to be a leisurely uh, yes. stroll through ah, the neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, well. but but even if well, it- I mean, he was on duty. It wasn't like right. he wasn't working. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think. He might have just parked there because it was more convenient to get whatever he was getting from whatever store he was going into. Well, it was right in front of the Namaste Indian restaurant on Main Street in Greenfield. Oh, well, yeah. it's well worth the parking ticket. Is it good? Have you been there, by the way? Is oh, that- yeah. I've heard good things about <laughs> that right. place. Good deal. Yeah, I don't know what it is about uh, some people and their parking. Mm-hmm. I was out uh, last week at, uh, at some store, a grocery store. I don't want to say which one. But uh, there's a there's a car in the parking lot, and it was like a like a like a BMW, mm-hmm. you know, like a nice luxury vehicle. Mm-hmm. And you know how like in the, in a parking lot the spaces are like all in a uh, sequential, you know, you, you, like you, uniform, uniform, yeah. right? Yeah, right. all in a uniform way. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy decides to park at a forty five degree angle, oh. taking up two. Yeah. 
spots. Yeah. It's like, who the hell do you think you are? Was it a truck? Was it a pickup truck? No, it was no. a BMW. I've oh. seen pickup trucks do that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen pickup trucks doing yeah. that also. But this was like one of those, you know, BMW uh, things with like the with like the rag top on top. Yeah. You know, it was like a, a pretty fancy little car. But nevertheless, who the hell do you think you are? Because he doesn't want to get dinged up, right? Is that well, the deal? Well, then fine. Then, yeah. then park far away well, where no one's going to park next to you. But if you're gonna if you're gonna park at a forty five degree angle and gobble up two. Spaces for yourself, like a you know, selfish little bastard. You know what? Everyone else is going to go up to your car and try to ding it with a exactly with, right. a, with a carriage or you know, hit a key with it. It's like an invitation. Uh, what is it about? Like, like I'm the type type of person that does. Like if I if I'm not in a rush, I will not look for a parking space up front. I yeah. know. Yeah. I will park. The furthest away. Exercise. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, what's the thing? You're still going to be walking around. Like, if we go to a Walmart or something, well, maybe not the one in Hadley anymore, but (laughs) if I go to a a Walmart or a big grocery store or something, I usually park, like, the furthest away because, first of all, uh, the truck gets a little big sometimes uh, to park depending on what parking lot you're in. The thing that gets me is, though, I'll park. There'll be nobody out there. In the end of that parking lot, and I'll mm-hmm. park there, and somebody will drive up and park right next to me. Like, uh, do you not see all this other open <laughs> space out here? Like, why must you feel yeah. like you need to park mm-hmm. right here next to me? Yeah, leave, I leave, was, leave a space in between. I was here having alone time, mm. and then you uh, you have now ruined it. I, uh, I actually have a, a good deal of uh, luck finding mm-hmm. spaces close to the door that's yeah. always been uh, yeah. always been my thing yeah. i like that it's like a special uh, super skill yeah like a park- marvel co- comics character yeah, or you, something. you blurted out something about exercise that's <laughs> not what a parking lot's there for <laughs> all right so anyway the follow-up to that uh, cop thing uh the cop actually got a 200 dollars ticket out of that yeah and the guy who was under fire the police chief in greenfield uh yeah. p- police chief hay i think his name was yeah. remember he had that uh, uh what do you call it? protest uh, last week about him and his yeah work. he was involved in some sort of racist yes. incident uh, and then uh, he was let back on the job and that's what people are upset about so that's, he, that's what the protest was for so he used this situation yeah. to do a good thing yeah well <laughs> and that's yeah. what you know he sa- he donates personal funds yeah. to uh, the ADA or something like it's something something that involves uh, people with uh, with handicaps yes right and uh, I'm like I don't think people are gonna forget that racist moment about you <laughs> yeah so just he, by your i don't even know how much he donated but he's he, a, he donated 200 because that was the cost of the ticket that the greenfield police officer incurred and he his reasoning was oh, i don't want the taxpayers to have to you know foot the bill for the 200 here here's my and he, you know reaches so, sort of quote into his wallet well wait pay. a minute he did he pay the actual ticket yes he did. Yes. And then he paid two hundred extra dollars. No, to the- I think it was just the two hundred dollars. Okay, but the two hundred dollars. Donna- well, okay, good point. Yes, he. Yes, I. I don't know where. You know, that's a good point. I don't know if there's four hundred involved here or what. I think it's all well. News. I mean, it's also Greenfield, so yeah. you can't expect simple math. Can't trust anybody from up there. Uh, the story, by the way, came from Western Mass News, and they caught up with the woman who took the photograph and blew the cop in, Diana Nunez. Here she is. As police officers or politicians or anybody that holds a position like that, they're to be held to a higher standard. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you have it. All right. Good. It's 6.56 with Bax, Steve, and Dave. Wait, wasn't there another mass hit? Oh, no. there was. You're right. And quickly, I'll do it here. I know we're running out of time. But uh, it involved, a, and I meant to do this because it involved a Walmart without a dookie 
in the urinal. Okay, go ahead. In Tennessee, a man accused of stealing TVs from that Walmart in Knoxville and then turning around and selling them right in the parking lot of the Walmart where he stole the TV. Hmm. That's a marketing genius. Yeah, no kidding. You know what? You want to move stuff fast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, where'd you get this? Uh, right here. I bought it here. When? Uh, five minutes ago. That's yeah, fresh. Yeah. It's hot. It's very hot. You feel how warm oh, this yeah. TV is? It was on just a, fe- a minute ago. <laughs> uh, Donald Kirkland admitted when cops caught him right there red-handed in the parking lot where he stole the three TVs, the karaoke machine, and the camping equipment. You know, I don't know why it's taken until uh, 6.57 in the morning on, uh, on Wednesday for me to th- think about musical youth and pass the dookie on the left-hand stall. I don't know why. I'm just thinking about that now. Pass the dookie on the left-hand stall. (laughs) Coming up next, the 102-second sports and the Cleveland Browns have a new midfield logo. We'll get to it coming up on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, I'm not one to root for the New York Yankees under any circumstances. I find it even less likely when they happen to be playing the Boston Red Sox. Much of this, of course, stems from old established grudges, resentments, heartaches, betrayals, backstabbing, you know, the usual. I also don't happen to like them very much, and perhaps that's where my inner conflict begins. On one hand, I hate to see the last place Red Sox lose, and on the other hand, I can't help but be oddly drawn to Aaron Judge of the Yankees, who belted out his 56th and 57th home run of the season last night at Fenway Park. Now, of course, when the Red Sox lose to the Yankees in extra innings, I find that hard to fully reconcile, but then the Red Sox are 17 games out of first place with absolutely no serious chance of making the playoffs whatsoever, and then I am sometimes left with no choice. I either appreciate what Aaron Judge has done this season and publicly acknowledge it, or I just simply ignore it and find other things to do. However, it's hard to ignore a guy who has 57 home runs with 20 games left on their regular schedule. The Red Sox also have 20 games left to play, and I find them incredibly easy to ignore. Aaron Judge is now tied with Alex Rodriguez for the second most home runs by a right-handed hitter in a single season in history, and five short of the American League record with three weeks left to play. Should also point out that he's also in the final year of his contract, and while he spent last night blasting two home runs at Fenway, imagine how much damage that guy could do playing in a Red Sox uniform. The possibilities boggle the mind. Of course, I don't think there's a chance in the hell that's ever going to happen, but in an effort not to be completely exasperated by this Red Sox season, I will try to fabricate as much joy and optimism as I can possibly muster, even if it is just a bunch of horse crap. But hey, never mind yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You're on your way to the big orange box store for Benjamin Moore paint. I hate to break it to you, pal. You might want to turn around because you're not going to find it there. America's Best Paint is only sold at independent retailers with dedicated paint experts like Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 7-Eleven and Sammy Hagar. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. You know, the next thing we know, David Lee Roth's going to be horning in on this song. I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, he released another version of Ain't Talking About Love, which is one of the few David Lee Roth-era Van Halen songs that Sammy Hagar would do in concert. So now David Lee Roth released, re-released that. 
He's going to do, I'm telling you, man, he's coming for Sammy Hagar. Nah, he's got no chance. I know. After I know. Sammy Hagar. I know. Sammy Hagar's doing just fine in his own. Cobble wobble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not yeah, kidding. He's got that whole thing yeah. going on for him. You know, it's always nice to hear good stories once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It's not all negative uh, things going on in the world. Right. This guy up in uh, in Amherst, this uh, Ren Gladue, he owns a Ren's uh, Sales and Service, formerly Ren's Mobile, uh, has provided gas and car repair services in Amherst since 1973. And over the course of five decades, Ren's Motors has developed into a community mainstay and the gas station owner is recognized for his generous spirit. And Ren was actually the dad. The current owner is his son, Jeff Gladue. Are you sure? I thought his uh, his first name was Stimpy. Maybe. He could do that, actually. That would be a good marketing ploy. So uh, I, I did reach out to them. Uh, they uh, have were advised not to, you know, uh, go on media tours or anything like that. But I, I do think that the, that they should be recognized for, for their, you know, taking a stand against this gas price thing. Uh, Ren uh, shut down all of the gas pumps in June when his mobile fuel distributor demanded he raise prices upwards of $5 per gallon. And he said, I didn't want to be part of their scheme to get rich. I told him it was foolish. You can't do this to the public without causing poverty. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that people aren't going to go to another gas station and still spend the money. He just morally didn't want to be part of that whole thing because he felt that he'd much rather see his customers buy groceries and put food on the table for their children than waste on overpriced gas. Well, one thing led to another, and uh, because you're not bringing in that revenue Mm -hmm, of having all that gas money, uh, that they were on the verge of foreclosure. But- uh, some people got together, started a GoFundMe account. Mm-hmm. They raised sixty-five thousand dollars to keep this place from going out of business. That's awesome! Bravo! Nicely yes. done, the folks up at uh, at uh, at Rens. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's a shame that you know the guy couldn't uh, you know be completely solvent, just you know selling you know, you know cigarettes and you know lottery tickets and bags of Cheetos. I mean, that would be great. But uh, you know, I mean, it's nice to know that a community. You know, kind of galvanizes yeah. together and, and and saves a place. Yep, and and he ha- he definitely has a point about you know uh, people shouldn't be paying this much for gas. The thing I really want to know is how much like he pays for it versus how much they're telling him to sell it for. Right. You know, if they're telling him to sell it upwards of five dollars a gallon, you know, he can't be making that much money off a gallon of gas. Like, it's got to be like in the pennies. Yeah. Well, you know, I've never really under, understood you know how this business works. You know, I mean, to the point where, all right, so they, it's they, a shell game. Wow, oh, yeah, yeah. there you go. Better mobilize. Oh, I see that. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, I've never really understood it. You know, the the, the it's price on like Donkey Kong. Yes. <laughs> Is that a gas station too? Exxon, yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, the, the price of oil and gasoline, yeah. and, you know, refined oil, is a set price. I mean, it fluctuates because of uh, of the market, right. but nevertheless, it's all coming in at the at the, at the same price. But if you walk or uh, you know drive around the neighborhood, and you've got say like uh, you know three or four gas stations at, a, at an intersection, they're all charging different prices, and there's usually one that's much higher than everybody else. But that gas is no better than anybody else in the other three. Gas right. stations, and it's always perplexed me how this happens, where one guy uh, in in that intersection will be charging so much more for gasoline than everybody else, 
And when we've had it explained to us, it's like, you know, well, you know, it is a traded commodity and all this other stuff. Okay, but but you're if you're trying to have uh, a, a price uh, war with your competitors, your local most local competitors, you would think the price would go down, and that's not the way it is. So at the distribute at the uh, distribution level, there's obviously a certain amount of money that the distributor wants. And that forces the gas station owner to raise the prices. So it's not—it's it, not a matter of the gas station owner is the one who is the one who is greedy here. It's often at a higher level, and he really has no choice. Which is you know, to me, it's like how do you do business then if you've got four gas stations and you're all selling the same exact stuff? You know, it, the guy with who's, who is charging more is going to lose more business than the guy who's charging the least. It's just mm-hmm. common sense. It also goes to show you that integrity stands for something. For years, they provided service for cars, sometimes for free, free of charge. Yeah. They would service cars. And my grandfather always said, one of the best things you can locate is a reliable mechanic. And it's true. I mean, th- these people are obviously very loyal to this yeah. guy, the but, people of Amherst. But now, you know, nowadays, you know, gas stations are not no. all uh, associated with no. a mechanic. I mean, it's it's, no. it's a convenience store and right. stuff like that. And sure. you know, I mean, it's you you're running a business is hard enough. But this guy, you know, stood stood up to it and said, "Listen, if this is the way it's going to be, I'd rather not sell any gasoline right. than overcharge you for Good for him." for gasoline at all mm-hmm. so it's 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 too bad that he was facing foreclosure but you know these places are you know part of your community i mean i go into my local convenience store all the time mm-hmm. you know i go to the the local market all the time sure because you know to me i'd rather you know i'd rather patronize the the guy in, in town than than you know, than somebody yeah. else. Well, remember, I did that when I needed to have my watch adjusted. I went to a local jeweler instead of one of the big ones. Yeah, there you go. Probably a better choice. Mm-hmm. So they had this uh, this contract with Mobile Gas uh, in 2007 that upgraded its pumps at the time. This is according to, to Jeff Gladue. Uh, as a result of breaking the contract, the fuel supplier required the station to pay off the remaining debt that was owed. Uh, Gladue said, uh, adding, he added that if the amount wasn't paid by September 15th, his father's business would have been auctioned off. Yep. That's wow. ridiculous. You're talking about th- three months left on a contract, and this multi-billion dollar company is saying, huh, well, we're going to we're gonna uh, screw you out of the rest of that money. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, Mr. Potter in the, the movie with uh, the banker, with uh, Jimmy Stewart. Wonderful life. So, so here's here's my question. So, in between the moment that he decided that he wasn't going to sell gasoline because of the price, to the point that someone started a GoFundMe campaign because he was facing foreclosure. So, I mean, the guy did this, made this decision at great financial risk to himself. Were his regular customers showing up and supporting this guy along the way, or did he wind up losing so much business because people were going? To other places. I mean, I, I understand that that you know, sixty five thousand dollars from seven hundred people is is a is a very successful campaign. Mm-hmm. But did I, everybody abandon this guy? I think that was to pay off the 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 mobile. That was okay. Contract. So that's what it was. Yeah, the way the article is making it sound. Yeah, it's all percentages backs. I mean, you're going to lose 
a, at least a small percentage of your business in a case like this. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand that. But you know, when you're facing foreclosure, yeah, you know, and, and you know, if it's if it's a contract that needs to be fulfilled, that's you know, that's a little bit different. But it's even still, it's like you hate to see a guy that has made a decision based on you know a, a solid moral foundation, yeah. and have him suffer as a result of it. And uh, yeah, I mean, you would think that you know this guy is actually in a way. While it may be inconvenient to some of the, the people in the community, he's doing it for you. He's because you know a, a businessman looking to make money would keep selling gas, mm-hmm. right? And and uh, and and suffer the consequences of the high prices. That just makes sense. Yep, it does. But uh, good on the community for coming together and and uh, helping these folks out because they seem to have helped out a lot of folks over the years. Uh, with their business practices, yeah. the way they do. Where to go, Amherst? Maybe we can get the families of Amherst now to pony up some homes and some beds for the poor kids who are living in the Econo Lodge at no, I, UMass Amherst. I, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I, they want those kids out of there as much as everybody <laughs> they, else does. They can't wait for winter break. That's right. <laughs> it's seven twenty-one. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock one hundred two. As the- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 727, and the Black Crows are back, Steve and Dave, at Rock 102. Great weather for the next few days, all the way until Sunday, when there's maybe a 30 or 40% chance of rain. Again, that's Sunday. Anything could happen between now and then. And for the next few days, we're going to have great sunshine in mid-70s to high-70s for temps. Tomorrow on the show, Scott Zolak will be joining us. Brought to you by uh, Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the National Football League. So he'll be... uh, Joining us, Sam, we'll talk about how good the Patriots are looking right now. So there's that uh, coming up uh, tomorrow after 8 o'clock. Yeah, and I think we're going to have a Steelers dude on, perhaps Friday. Terry Bradshaw. No. Franco I tr- Harris. I tried for both of those guys. Lynn Swan. And I didn't try for him because I don't have his number, but I did try for Jack Ham, the legendary linebacker. Mm-hmm. And Hall of Famer, but uh, struck out on all of them. But we how, do about, have a st- how about Chuck Knoll? Is Chuck Knoll still around? I think he's passed away. Yeah, I think Rocky bad. Blyer maybe I could get. Well, yeah, Go try on that one. All right. Well, we'll see what we can do. But in the meantime, I think we have a Steelers insider. Maybe give us the perspective from Pittsburgh's side of the ball. Uh, I love these, uh, these, at, these, all these different apps that you can get. Next Door. Do you have this one? No. no. This is uh, your neighbors. It, it's basically a, 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 a soundboard for boomer for baby boomers. Yeah. It's okay. like it's like the Facebook, you know. Another place to complain or uh, another place to complain yeah. and things like that. And uh, everyone's you know, the people will post and picture, oh, there was a bear in my backyard. And and it's it's all relevant to where you live. So mine's pretty much Hampshire County, like, you know, in that mm-hmm. western Hampshire County uh, region. Okay. Um it, well, somebody posted this thing yesterday though about no new cannabis dispensary in Florence, Mass. And then the, you, you click on the link and it goes to a change.org p- petition about this guy, uh, Rick Haggerty, who uh, started this petition, says, take a stand and say no to another cannabis dispensary in Northampton, this time in Florence, Massachusetts. Northampton currently has 12 cannabis dispensaries, and enough is enough. Please join me by signing, commenting, and sharing this petition. And it goes on to and say... it's been signed by zero people. Yeah, that this uh, this company wants to go into this uh, this old place called the Pizza Factory up in Florence, uh, which had been 30 years there, and then it closed. And yeah. then, so now they've taken it over, and they, 
they want to put it at 143 Main Street. And and they go on to say, uh, you know, the corner of Main and Maple Street is highly visible and is a walking distance and garners much adolescent walking and bicycle traffic from our Soul City Middle School, mm. JFK, who love hanging out at Friendly's Ice Cream. Nobody does. And <laughs> Little Miss Flo's Soft Serve. Everybody loves Little Miss Flo's Everyone Soft Serve. Everyone loves Miss Flo. Uh, and they're just talking about children are walking by these places. Okay, there's two liquor stores yeah. <laughs> in, in like within one's point two miles away from this location, and the other one is right across the street. Yeah, and and one requires an age restriction to get in, and it ain't the liquor store. Yeah, no kidding. The kids could go in the liquor store because they there's that place. I think has other provisions in it. I don't know what the name of it is, but it's right across the street. But then the liquor store down the street. Yeah, you don't have to be of a certain... I mean, they could make that the rule, but right. they, they, they don't, don't have to. Like a kid could go into the liquor store to buy like a corkscrew for a bottle of wine. Well, I mean, they may not be able to sell you anything, but they're not going to say, I'm sorry, kid, you're going to have to stand outside. Mm-hmm. They usually... I mean, they don't typically do that. Yeah. I mean, if you sell other things at your business that people could buy, like snacks and gum and candy and all that stuff, of course you're going to have kids going in there. This whole idea of... You already have like a Fort Knox type of of setup for the, a lot of these dispensaries because of all the rules and regulations put in. I haven't of all the dispensaries I've been to, yeah, I haven't been seen to all of them. I haven't seen one kid standing outside or walking by going, no. "I wish I could get in there." Right, or saying to some adult, could you buy me a bag yeah. of stuff? Yeah, could you give me a joint while you're in there? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, you go to every liquor store in Northampton. Yeah. Hey, could you buy me a six-pack of beer, sir? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. the, 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 the whole idea of corrupting children when you already have other avenues to, you know, it, it's it's hypocritical. When you have all this other stuff, and then now you're saying, "Wait, well, you don't want this other legal substance here." What, what's the name of that app, by the way, that you were saying that people next can compl- door? Next door. Uh, my favorite app, quickly, is Merlin, and it's apparently I'm using it. If you hear a bird chirping outside, you yeah. hold up the app like Shazam can identify music. Merlin can identify what the bird is that's chirping. Man, I'm the fascinated. Things you, the things you do in your spare time. I know, right? They're really they're I, thrilling. I have no life, Bax. I have no life. We have news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Man. 735. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. We already know that Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno is seemingly everywhere at the same time well last night he was at marley's bar and grill along with bud williams and others to celebrate the victory for lavar click bruce who won the seat on the springfield city council for the vacant ward five position that was vacated by bud williams Mr. Click Bruce, who is an aide to Mayor Sarno and also a basketball coach at commerce high school defeated edward collins by 44 votes Interesting here, I'm reading from MassLive.com, Click Bruce, of it says 13 Annie's Way, received 653 votes to 609 for Collins of 507 Tinkham Road. So I'm just wondering if all the votes came from Annie's Way on behalf of LeVar Click Bruce. Uh, Hang on a second. What did did you eat today? Tuna. Yeah, I could smell it. Yeah. It's very... uh, Pungent, yeah, if you will. Yeah, sorry, I apologize for that. I thought, you know, I mean, it wasn't cooked or anything like that. It was just, you know, tuna fish. So, I I know, but I I it's like you I have a problem. Smell, 
it's the, the the girl that used to work here yeah. uh, used to cook salmon in the microwave upstairs. I would never at like do five that. Five o'clock in the morning. I would never do that. Uh, you talk amongst yourself. I will remove it from the studio. Oh, look at that! How about that? See, I put it put it out in the hall. That's so, all it took to get him out of the room. Oh my God! <laughs> Yay! We did it! We did I'm it! Kidding. Oh, he's back. There he is. He's back. I'm kidding. You, this uh, this place, Marley's. Yes. Yeah. Is is this the old Maddie's on Boston Road? Maybe. What's what's the address? Doesn't, it gives the address for the for the two guys who were involved in the voting for the Springfield City Council. It doesn't give the exact address of Marley's. Because uh, I because uh, seven well seven forty eight I think is uh is Maddie's. I'm just I'm just asking because I went on the Marley's bar. Yeah, that, I hadn't heard it, of it. It is. It is that. It one. is. Yep. And it, it, the uh, the website said it isn't open yet. Yep. So I don't I you know I don't really know anything about Marley's. So yep, that's exactly where it is. Yeah. Okay. The old, uh, uh, what'd you call it? Maddie's. Maddie's. Yeah. Cafe. Meantime, a West Springfield man arrested in Ludlow after he punched a man in the face through an open car window while the victim was waiting at a traffic light. This happened in the area of East Street near it's either Putts or Putts Bridge. I think it's uh I think it's Putts. Not Putts. There's a lot of people on the other side of the on the other side of the bridge that are Putts. But uh, I don't think that I think it's Putts. The suspect fled on foot toward Putz Bridge, and officers located the 33-year-old man, David Carter of West Springfield, shortly after he shouted obscenities at the officers who were chasing him and then fled. Didn't make it very far. Now, we don't know what uh, no. what started this no. uh, thing. No. Nope. I mean, it, it, it was there like... Was this like a road rage incident where this guy may have cut somebody off Could be. uh, before getting? Because you know, I mean, it takes a lot of a lot of stones to get out of your car, walk mm. up to another car, and punch some guy right in the face. Yeah, the call came around five thirty in the evening on Saturday. Don't know what the cause was. I don't know, man. That's uh, that's not something I would do. And if someone were coming to my car and wanted to punch me in the face, I would not roll down the window. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. That's how non-confrontational yeah. I like to be. Steve was talking about the cannabis operation that they don't need another of in the Northampton area. Apparently, they don't need another grow operation in Westfield either. Police uncovering and shutting it down. They went to 67 Mullen Drive after some complaints and knocked on the door and one Alexander Belinsky, 54 years old, opened up the door and the police noticed an extremely strong, quote, odor of unburnt marijuana and then found the pretty sophisticated grow operation elsewhere in the house. Busted in Westfield. We also had a problem with a bomb exploding at Northeastern University. Bax, you talked about this last hour and it's since been settled. One person was minorly injured on his hand, has gone to the hospital for treatment. There's another bomb situation. Well, did they, did they find the guy that sent it? No, not yet. All right, so it's not totally settled. Still being investigated. There's another bomb situation yesterday at Northampton High School. Police responding to a bomb threat there received over social media. They arrived at Northampton High School around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, they were assisted by the Northampton Fire and Rescue and the Mass State Police Bomb Squad as well. Students had to be held. Mm-hmm. They weren't released until 3.45 p.m. Emergency officials reportedly there on the scene until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And that's why we don't alert people. 
to uh, bombs because uh, 99% of the time, uh, there's nothing. That That's what it is. Remember all those threats at Palmer High School a few years ago? Yeah, they, they, they were, were getting, having one every week. Yeah, and, and, and they had to... I mean, they had to evacuate every time mm-hmm. because, and God forbid, that one time they don't and there's yeah. a problem, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, you know, there's liability issues and all kinds of other things going on. But, yes, you know, if you think as a kid, hey, you know what would be hilarious? A bomb threat. Let me tell you something. That may be funny once, but it ain't funny for long. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're caught... They are gonna they are gonna make your life a living hell. Yep. So if you're even considering doing it, don't. It's a stupid thing to do. The Big E opening up this weekend, and guys, bad news. Rapper Jeezy no longer performing at the Big E this oh, weekend. Well, that uh, ruins my trip. I was gonna do the whole thing. That, uh, was, that was the day I was gonna go. I was gonna go get one of them big corn dogs, like I was putting something phallic uh, around me. Right. I was gonna uh, eat one of those uh, those baked potatoes that I couldn't make at home with nacho cheese sauce from Costco. Right. I was gonna uh, stuff one of those cream puffs in my mouth. Yeah. And I was gonna do all that stuff. I was gonna go see the unicorn cow. Steve, you can still do all those things. Yes. No. Pick. The whole day's ruined. Well, okay, Jeez, pick, ain't going to be there. Pick, then pick another day. All right, I'll go whenever Clear's going. Yeah. <laughs> you were going to do that anyway? Yeah, I was going to do that anyway. So, no reason given in the report on Western Mass News for the absence of GZ, a.k.a. Gerald Earl Gillum, who had a top five hit with I Mean It. Ah, that's the guy. Yeah. I still don't know the song. Yeah, in his major label album, These Things Happen, also was a number one hit on the U.S. Billboard charts as well. That's terrific. Uh, In his place, Unforgettable Fire, the U2 tribute band. Was uh, Trailer Trash not available? You know, I don't know. You've played with Trailer Trash. I have. Maybe Unforgettable Fire needs a little drumming. Listen, uh, I'm uh, way out of practice, so uh, if asked, I will say no. A nursing home in Taiwan under the gun. What did they do? Well, apparently they hired strippers to give lap dances to people in wheelchairs. And it was filmed by an attendee and posted to social media. It quickly went viral. Is that wrong? Can you not do that? No. You're not supposed to? No. It's too bad. The adult entertainer was hired to celebrate something called the Mid-Autumn Festival in Taiwan. It's an important holiday in Chinese culture. I don't know if it involves strippers usually, but the video clip that's making the rounds online showed the masked erotic dancer clad in lacy lingerie giving one elderly man a lap dance. And it says here, according to this report, thrusting her breasts into his face. The man, it says, according to the report, doesn't seem to mind. Oh, man, these poor victims. Yeah. In fact, according to this report, the man can be seen squeezing the woman's assets as she enthusiastically writhes her body on top of him. I'm sure this was against his will completely, right? Apparently. Other nurse- I am disgusted by this story. And, and the other nursing home residents were all applauding as this was going on. They were getting into the whole thing. But... This particular veteran's home is being criticized in Taiwan. Oh, they're veterans. I mean, these are, oh, I'm so torn. You know, on one hand, you know, these are men and women that serve this country. And then uh, now they're being victimized by having strippers grind their pelvises on their laps. Mm. 
I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel. I'm so torn. It's a mixed bag. It is a mixed bag. Well, because, uh, you know, maybe not every resident is a willing participant in the show. I can see that being the issue. You know what I mean? You're talking about uh, elderly people. Uh, You're talking about people who uh, might not have uh, all of their mental capacity Mm -hmm. uh, with them. So to say that they were all enjoying it, I don't know if they were or not. You know, you only it only takes one person to feel as though they are uncomfortable in this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you, you know how sensitive we've all become. Lots of soldiers at attention at that soldier. Hey, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's right. Seven forty-five with back Steve and Dave coming up next on the menu of clips and now hear this. At seven fifty-three. With Cream, we're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's going to be sunny and nice today with a high of 78. Tomorrow, uh, clear with a high of 70. It is 55 right now in downtown Springfield. As you know, the Mayflower Marathon has a brand new home, MGM Springfield. We're hoping to make this year our very best year yet. Now, through October 7th, Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements will match all monetary donations made to the Mayflower Marathon online up to $5,000. You visit rock102.com, you click on the banner to donate, Dave Miner's Mayflower Marathon match from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.53. And now. Now hear this. Now hear this. You hear me? I'm so glad to hear that. I like the sound of that. Now hear this with Bax, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Clip number one. From the AM radio. Yeah, it does sound what weird. is that weird? Yeah. And, and, and I know why. Because, well, it's technical and nobody used to hear the whole reason but uh, it won't happen again kind of like the tuna fish in the studio <laughs> i know you guys are trying to get rid of me but uh you know, hopefully no, uh, i'm just trying I, to get rid of the smell I, of yeah, fish yeah no and i won't do that again i i hate being that guy by the way i wish i hadn't done that so anyway clip number one from uh the folks at 22 news they talked about the horrible day on the dow jones yesterday it's the worst day since june and a new report says it's a heavy burden for American households with consumer prices surging compared with this time last year, costs driven by increases in food, shelter, and medical care services, and so a bad day on the stock market yesterday. And 22 News caught up with Matt Farkas from St. Germain Investments to give us some tips. Generally speaking, it's, it's not a good idea to make emotional decisions and react to one day's trading and make decisions around that. You know, investment typically work best out for investing generally works best for folks when they have a good long-term plan and stick to that plan stay the course yeah, but you know how people are they start to panic the moment they see that something tanked right and then they uh, say i gotta sell i gotta sell mm-hmm. i mean unless you've got unless you've got a uh, a agricultural report from uh, the frozen concentrated orange juice right uh you know people and uh, and Clarence Beeks is the guy that got you that report. <laughs> and you go to the Dukes and you say, "Listen, I think that uh, I think that Winthorpe and Valentine are cornering the market on the frozen concentrated orange juice uh, you know, you know, market." And then at that point, then you go down and you hope to God that they don't shut down those machines. And if they do, you could lose your shirt and then lose a a, a, a space on the exchange. Mm-hmm. Look at you with that full explanation there. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. All right, what are you saying? I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's get to the next clip. Clip number two. As promised earlier today, actor Ryan Reynolds filming his own colonoscopy. And it might have saved his life, according to the doctor who chimed in. I was able to find an extremely subtle polyp. Potentially life-saving for you. I'm not being overly dramatic. I, I mean, love it. it. 
You had no symptoms. Yeah. Seriously, thank you for pushing me to do this. Can't believe you pumped all that aviation gin into my IV. <laughs> See what Ryan Reynolds did there? He got in a plug for his own gin, yeah. av- aviation gin. Um, so re- he really wasn't there just to do this as a health report. Well, you're usually knocked out, you know, uh, while they're doing the procedure. Typically, you're not. You don't really have the ability to hold your phone and take video. Mm-hmm. Although that would be interesting. Yeah. Clip number three. From Aaron Judge, the Yankees slugger who hit two more home runs at Fenway last night and afterward was asked about playing in front of Red Sox fans. Oh, it's the best. They're some of the best in baseball. You know, they're going to boo you. They're going to, you know, say some things. They're going to make you laugh. It's, you know, it's, it's all part of it. You know, they a lot of great history here, and you know, this is one of the best places to play. So it's, it's always fun going out there and trying to put on a show for them. And then Judge was asked what he'd think about joining the Red Sox next year in free agency. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, I kind of pushed that one aside a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, he's just dying to play for a last-place team. Well, yeah, but think about to, it. To catapult you into a first-place team. Well, that would, go. Be, that would be terrific, but, I mean, try to imagine the kind of damage he would do at Fenway with uh, with that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of power. Yeah. I mean, he... he 57 could easily be 65 with by the, now. With the Green Monster, yeah. Yes, absolutely. But Steve would lose his most favorite Yankee player in the process. I don't know if I, he could uh, I had seats in the judges' quarters a few years ago. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It's set up like a like a jury panel. Mm-hmm. See, I would have thought that you would have had like a different favorite uh, player for the Yankees. <clears throat> he's, like, not, he's not my favorite. He's not player. your favorite? <laughs> no. Do you have one? Mickey Mantle's my favorite player of all uh, time. All right. What Mickey about current? Mantle stinks. What about current? <laughs> uh, cur- uh, uh, yeah, I guess Aaron Judge might yeah. be uh, might be the better one. But I'm still fixated on like the '90s too. You know, when uh, Paul O'Neill and uh, mm-hmm. Derek Jeter and Bernie Williams and uh, Chuck Knobloch. You know, Knobloch, right? yeah, there's a that's guy. my favorite Yankee, right, right, right there, Chuck Knobloch. Oh mm-hmm. man, could that guy go? Th- could that guy throw to first base or what? Oh yeah, oh yeah, twenty percent of the time. Well, sometimes, <laughs> kind of like Steve Sachs. <laughs> Seven fifty-eight with back Steve and Dave. The one hundred and two second sports next on Rock one hundred and two. New England Patriots football. It- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 814 in Kansas. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a little bit of clouds. High of 78 tomorrow, sunny with a high of 70. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Sunny means I'm going to need my sunglasses, and that brings me to a personal story. You know, it's been a great summer here, actually, with uh, my new girlfriend, and we've been out and about doing a lot of things, from, you know, golfing at local golf courses to uh, hiking Mount Tom and other places, uh, visiting the Mattoon, Mattoon Street Arts Festival over the weekend, mm-hmm. and because of the beautiful weather we've been having, for the most part, I wear my sunglasses while we're driving around. Do you they- wear them at night? So you can? So you can? Unlike Corey Hart, I do not. All right. That's too bad. But- uh, I could. They're prescription sunglasses. Okay. And so we're driving around this weekend, and my girlfriend says to me, we got to get you a new pair of sunglasses. I said, what? What's wrong? What's wrong with your, gun- your, she goes, your sunglasses? Are they, are, she goes, are they, are, they, are they prescription? I said, yeah, they're prescription. She said, wow, well, we're going to have to get you. We're going to have to try some on and get you some. I said, why? She said, they don't fit your face. I said, oh. What's wrong with these uh, sunglasses? I, I, I don't know. I t- apparently, they're they're maybe too small or they pinch too low on my nose. And so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm game. I mean, I'm not a big fashion guy. I don't know. So I guess she's convincing me we got to search for new sunglasses. Do you have these me. glasses on you? 
I do. I have them up in my bag so I can mm. bring them. We can maybe take a picture and put them on the Facebook page and people can well, I just I just wanted to see what she was talking about and uh, yeah. you know I'll, see if anybody else noticed. I'll I'll bring them down for the next segment and you guys can talk about okay. then. You know, uh, you know what's uh, what's crazy? Do you ever uh, go to like the Sunglass Hut? Yes. Yeah, look for sunglasses. Yeah. These freaking things are expensive as like hell. Three, four hundred dollars. Yeah, at for least sunglasses for a cheap one. And I, the, the 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 best pair of sunglasses I ever bought. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, twenty bucks at Costco. They, I, I, I look like a total badass wearing my twenty dollar Costco sunglasses. Well, I like to have Pol- polarized for my protection. I like to have the prescription ones though, even though I don't need them. I like seeing things in sharp focus as we're driving around. Please, vision is so overrated. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Sunglass Hut, because when we were kind of wrapping up our activities on a Sunday, she said, well, is there a sunglass? I said, yeah, I think there's one in Enfield. And it showed up. She, she like, did a search on, on, on her GPS, and right. it, we couldn't find it. It's because it's closed. I know. How long? Go- and yet it's, it's still- been closed for, like, yeah. seven years. And like, it still <laughs> shows up on the GPS. <laughs> well, like, you, like, like, how's it- like <laughs> the Sunglass Hut, I think, in the Holyoke Mall is okay. in Macy's. okay. So you you go into Macy's and you yep. you look at the overpriced sunglasses and you go oh hey, I had uh, I I wasn't doing anything with four hundred dollars anyway mm-hmm. I might as well wear some sunglasses. So did you did you find a place to get we, sunglasses? We didn't and you know, we're <laughs> kind of running out of time and so we're gonna do it another weekend. I guess that's gonna be a a big thing with me and my girlfriend. Search for my new sunglasses. Man, that is that is hot. It, well, it's interesting you say that because this coincides with a new study from the University of Jordan, and they asked the question, do you think glasses make people appear more or less intelligent? So there's been a kind of a thing about this. Sometimes you see some personalities on TV wearing fake glasses with nothing there just because they think it makes them look smarter. Apparently the opposite is true. See, I I think it depends on the person. I think I look like a douchebag this way. And I think I look like a douchebag this way. Yeah. With and without your broken glasses. Right. Because well, yeah, yeah, your glasses like, are broken. Exactly. No, right. And I haven't gotten new ones yet. Yeah. See, I, I mean, I, I rarely ever wear my glasses. Mm-hmm. I got the contacts in. I see better with the contacts than with my glasses. And so I don't I don't go out of the house with them. Because if I got to read with my glasses on, I got to take the glasses off and then, you know, bring everything real close to my face. Mm-hmm. So I don't even uh, I don't even wear them. But yet I got a pair of glasses. I think maybe look uh, like pretty sweet. Well, but, yeah. you know, again, I think it really depends on what's behind the glasses, mm. whether you're smart or not. Do, mm. do, do you have uh, do, you, do you purchase the eye insurance uh, through the company? No. And by the way, I, the last pair of sunglasses I got, the ones that are prescription, I got them off a website, which and this is weird. The last time I had an eye exam at a real place, I saved the results of the eye exam that gives you the specs on what your prescription is. Mm-hmm. How old I, is it? Three years old. You so, know what? At, at at our age, your prescription changes. In fact, the last time I went to go in, to, mm-hmm. to, to, to to my eye doctor, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing her again next week, my vision actually improved yeah. from the year before, which is crazy to me, well, but it's actually got better. And, and here's the weird part. My vision is really pretty good. I, I have a, a minor amount of um, myopia which is uh, trouble at seeing long distance or in the dark or something like that, or driving or movies or things like that. So I need them once in a while. But this particular website for glasses accepted the prescription specs that I gave them, and they sent me the glasses. 
that are prescription glasses based on the three-year-old prescription that I yeah, included. Yeah, and usually they don't honor it. Like, I can't take my prescription to Costco. Costco won't mm-hmm. honor anything past two right, years. Right, if you if it's, if it's more than two years, they want you to get another eye exam. Right. Obviously, that's because what you just said, that your vision does yeah. change and you don't uh, necessarily need them. I would never have thought it need, would have... Or, or it gets worse and yeah. you need better glasses. I would never think... That uh, your vision would improve as you get old, get older. I would mm-hmm. think it get worse and worse. Yeah. But mine got better. Even she says, "Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's actually better." And I'm like, "Really? How is that possible?" Mm. Well, in any case, this online purveyor of sunglasses accepts three year old prescriptions and sends you the glass. <laughs> You'd think they'd be liable for some sort of damages what's if the name, something occurred. What's the name of this website? I don't recall. I don't recall. I have so to go look it up. Some guy uh, <clears throat> texted in and said, "Zenny.com, hundred dollars for prescription shades." It might have been. He has them. He's loved them. For, uh, <laughs> he loves them, and they're two years old. It might have been Zenny. It might have been another one. I think I've looked at a couple of different online sunglass and glasses uh, outlets. You know I, what I would like to see? They've yeah. never done this that I'm aware of. Sunglass. Contacts. Think about that. Ooh, look how cool your eyes would be. I know. They'd like, be like a couple shades darker yeah. and it wouldn't burn holes in my retinas. They make them for baseball outfielders. Do they really? That some of the outfielders have been wearing these. Yeah, I had no idea. Yes. Probably $15,000 a pair. Yeah, like well, yeah, of course. They probably would be substantially more expensive, but that would be kind of a cool thing. Uh, I don't like our uh, our eye plan here. You can only go to this my eye doctor. Yeah, I know. Which is like the Jiffy Lube of uh, <laughs> of, of <laughs> prescription glasses things, and I'm like hesitant to make another appointment. But I'm uh-huh. going to need, and I, so I because I tried to go to my local health center, and they and they called and they're like, I'm sorry, uh, we don't cover we don't cover your insurance. We don't accept your insurance. Mm-hmm. And then the only other place that does is Costco, but Costco doesn't have an optometrist anymore. They only have the. Uh, the, the you know the the people yeah. or, the, or the glasses there mm-hmm. right and then uh, so now I gotta go, I gotta go back and I gotta pay these exorbitant or exor- how do you say exorbitant exorbitant, exorbitant yeah. fees yeah, yeah. All right, let's see here uh, rock one hundred two good morning who's this hello all right very good that was worth the mm. worth the wait, yeah. wait of that one but uh, yeah I mean I don't uh, I'm not really crazy about that coverage either. It says but my vision. eye doctor, and I don't really consider them my eye yeah, doctor. Yeah, if, if I can't see the person I want to see, then, then it's no longer and, my doctor. And listen, this is nothing uh, nothing against the people that work there or or you know conduct the business, but when you when you have a corporation like that, it, things tend to get a little too expensive for, yeah. for my liking. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll go grab the sunglasses, and you guys can render your decision on whether you think I need new sunglasses or not. All right. That's All fair right. enough. All right. All right. Very good. Up. It's 822 with Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. GG Inks. Screen printing. Oh, yeah. ACDC on <laughs> Rock 102 with Back Stephen Dave and... Uh, that song, I guess they sprang out of the deal that in one neighborhood in London, they had to close down music for, I don't know, there were curfews and things like that because it was too loud. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, it's like the old, uh, it's like the old still in their old location. They yeah. had to, they had to quiet down because yeah. the neighbors were complaining. Really? Was that happening here? Uh, well, in, you know, in their old location in yeah. Agawam mm-hmm. by, uh, the Geisler's Plaza, there was yeah. a lot of people complaining that it was, it was too loud to have an acoustic show, mm-hmm. which was absolutely bananas all right here are my sunglasses so apparently according to my girlfriend they're not good enough or what? they don't fit my face well enough 
What is she talking about? Those, those look fine. They look fine. Okay, yeah. see? They, so, yeah, I mean, I I thought they looked fine, I mean, too. They're, so. they're yeah, a, a chick thing, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, I... They're you know, a little small, but that's I mean... What that, I'm saying. Not, that's what she thinks. That's what she thinks. Yeah, but, but, not, but not enough to not start to, to get rid of them. Mm. I mean, you've had those for a couple of years, yes. right? Yes, yeah, I don't think they're that bad. All right. I mean, they could be worse. You should could wear those worse. all the time. That's a good look for you. Thank you. <laughs> the sunglass look. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like uh, you know you're trying to conceal something. We call you shades mm. instead of sloppy nuts McHorn blower. Shades would be uh, wow. yeah. There you yeah. go. Shades Coombs. Yeah, what? There you go. All right. S- sloppy nut shades. All right. Get, you gotta get wear whatever. them during the news too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could try. I could try. They are prescription. I don't know. It's eight thirty-one. We have news next. A Rock one hundred two. Here's your Western Mass news first alert forecast. It's a cooler, drier start this morning. We have a nice day on the way. We'll see a blend of sunshine and clouds later this morning into the afternoon. There'll be a nice breeze, less humid, with high temperatures in the middle and upper seventies. For tonight, mainly clear and cool. Temperatures will fall into the forties. For tomorrow, a beautiful day. Lots of sunshine, a cool feel. There'll be a bit of a breeze with high temperatures right around seventy. For tomorrow night, mainly clear and cool. Temperatures fall into the lower forties. Friday for the first day of the Big E looks fantastic. Lots of sunshine, a cool, pleasant day with high temperatures near 70. And for Saturday, lots of sunshine, a little warmer in the afternoon with high temperatures in the mid-70s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. Get your life in focus. Get up each morning. Sit on your meditation cushion and just breathe. The world is still. Your life is... Wait, where are your glasses? If your eyes don't seem to be working the way they used to, and that's making it hard to focus on the important things in life, get your life in focus. Pick up the phone and call Dr. Nancy Balin. Balin Eye. I trust. I LASIK. I trust. Balin Eye. Dr. Nancy Balin at the Balin Eye and Laser Center was the first doctor in Western Mass to perform laser vision correction surgery. And with 8,000 procedures, Dr. Balin is by far the most experienced. Would you trust your eyesight to anyone but the most experienced expert? Say goodbye to glasses or contacts. Get your life in focus. Call for an appointment with Dr. Nancy Balin. Balin Eye. I trust. Eye LASIK. I trust. Balin Eye. Call 800-436-EYES. Dr. Nancy Balin. The Balin Eye and Laser Center. Online at BalinEye.com. Mom, who is Amber and why don't we like her? I'm not picking up what you're putting down, kid. You said for Jay Smeagol Roofing special this month, we'd take money off for all except Amber. We said all September. We'd take $1,000 off any full roof replacement or $500 off a full gutter installation. Oh, so everyone can save, even Amber. Even Amber, whoever she may be. Klaus Roofing Systems by Jay Smeagol. 655 Roof or Jay Smeagol Roofing. Come on, Dan. Even you, Amber. You might replace your own wiper blades. No big deal. What about replacing your engine? No big deal for Joe and the boys at Ryan Imported Car Repair in Northampton. If that sounds like a big job, it is. Replace the engine? Maybe you should just replace the car. Joe says, probably not. It's usually more cost efficient to just replace or rebuild the engine or transmission. Get to know Joe, Ryan, and the boys. They already know your car, and they can replace anything from your wiper blades to your engine or transmission. 834. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. This story published six minutes ago on MassLive.com, and the headline reads, Chicopee begins push to become cleanest city in the region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's funny. A that clean funny. city initiative will be launched. Is uh, Mayor John View on his hands and knees buffing up the uh, the sidewalks? No, but he is front and center proclaiming that this will help make Chicopee the neatest city oh, in Western he's Mass. He's not saying it is. He's saying they want to become the neatest city. With this plan that All he's right. mm. initiated. Working with the Hamden Sheriff's Department and other community organizations to crack down on everything from littering and overgrown brush on abandoned properties and others who violate sanitary codes. And the mayor saying they're going to start with the students. He says he really want to focus on our youth to promote the message of cleanliness mm. for our community here in Chicopee. So we're going to scrub them down? The students? Maybe. Yeah. Well, you like disinfect them, you know, you know pour on the uh, the water cannons. Well, maybe. I'm not really sure that the students are the ones causing the litter on no, maybe not. vacant properties. Maybe I mean, uh, how many uh, how many uh, you know souls you see floating around down there in right. that downtown Chicopee area that aren't students at all? Uh, let me let me correct this before it gets oh, off the rails. Yeah. They're they're not changing the cleanliness of the students. According to Mayor View, they're going to use the students to help get the message out. So what he's doing, he's kicking the whole thing off with an initiative later this fall by challenging students and all the schools to create a logo and a brand for the cleanup initiative. All right. Remember the Give a Hoot, Don't Pollute campaign? Mm -hmm. Yes. From back in the 1970s and 80s? So they're going to use the logo to help promote cleanliness for the city of Chicopee. And whoever comes up with the winning logo will be treated to a pizza party. Well, there you go. That's Clean- that. That'll do it. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Of course, they'll be leaving all their pizza bo- boxes and napkins on the ground. But, you know, that's, you know, listen, one step at a time. Well, we'll see if it works in Chicopee. Uh, this just in, also on MassLive.com, a Miller's Falls man running from the scene of a serious single car crash in Northampton. He's been captured in Hatfield. This happened last night. The Northampton Police Department saying the man later found to have been driving under the influence crashed his pickup truck into a grassy area near the Hatfield town line. There's a picture of the crash on MassLive.com. Yeah. And he attempted to flee on foot. It's a pretty nasty accident. Yeah. Uh, he's lucky he uh, he was able to run away. Um, the whole so- driver's side of the truck and the front end from the bed up is is destroyed with the tire uh, laying conveniently next to the truck. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'll be damned. Mm. And yet he was able to run away? Yep. Interesting. The unnamed 42-year-old from Miller's Falls facing a count of operating under the influence. That would be his second offense, it, if convicted, along with nearly a half a dozen other related motor vehicle charges, according uh. to this story. You know, uh, it says... If convicted, but uh, if you were to get a, a, a number two of those, you're pretty much convicted until you can clear your name anyway, because they take away your license uh, for, I believe it's like two years or something like that. Um, so it's, you know, to say if convicted, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's hard to say. Um, is there a, a time limit between, say, uh, arrest number one and arrest number two? I mean, is there the? Let's say, for example, I was pulled over for a DUI in 1974, and I don't get another one until 2022. That's yeah. still my second one. That's still your second one. Damn. 
Man, they got you. I know, they got you. They got you. The, the, that's right. You're asking for a friend, Bex? Or? No, I'm, I, like, 1972, mm-hmm. I would have been six. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the likelihood of me being pulled over for drunk driving back then is pretty pretty, pretty limited. Mm. Yeah, they don't mess around here in Vegas. I guess they don't. And Diana Nunez doesn't mess around up in Greenfield. She helped bust a Greenfield police officer for parking in a handicapped spot. Mm. When he wasn't supposed to do it. The Greenfield police officer issued a $200 ticket when Diana Nunez, that Greenfield resident, photographed the police cruiser, illegally parked in the spot on Monday evening and reported it to the Greenfield Police Department. Now, as we specified earlier this morning, this is not one of these things where, you know, he's uh, he's he's stopping in this spot specifically to do police work. You know, he didn't like, uh, you know, he didn't stop the car there and go on a foot chase. Yeah, he 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 stopped the car there and was doing his business, and that was it. Or maybe picking up some food from the Namaste Indian Restaurant on Main Street, which is sound tempting. Located right where his car was parked. Do like a good plate of Indian food. Yeah, Uh, the two hundred dollar ticket issued to the Greenfield police officer will be defrayed in part by the head of the Greenfield police, Officer Hay, who said he's instead of calling on the taxpayers of the area to foot the bill he pulled money out of his own pocket and paid the ticket and also made a donation now that's good so he's trying to obviously uh, do a little work against the uh, protests against him that occurred last week listen i was found of no wrongdoing in that discrimination case mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, let's not oh here look here's money here's money i'm putting uh, dis- <laughs> look, at me do- look at me donating like a very kind and you know citizen of the world Fresh Paint Springfield ongoing. It's the Mural Festival. So if you're seeing artists working on buildings, it's all for a good cause. To beautify the city of Springfield, especially Mason Square area, the murals will continue to be painted throughout the week. It began over the weekend. We had a little rain yesterday. So they're back at it today, painting the buildings with the Fresh Paint Springfield, the Mural Festival. I'm going to tell you, some of these murals are amazing. I mean, the artwork on some of these things are really, really good. So, I mean, I, I, I think it's great. I think it, uh, it, it does beautify the town. A new study indicating that the state of Massachusetts is the most vaccinated state in the country when it comes to HPV vaccinations, influenza vaccinations, vaccinations with tetanus and zoster. This doesn't have anything to do with COVID. Massachusetts studied along with 50, 49 other states plus the District of Columbia by a personal finance website, Wallet Hub. And you, Massachusetts came out on top. You two dudes going to get a flu shot this year? Yes, I already did. You got it already? Yeah, Good I got you. my fourth COVID shot and a flu shot last wow, year. Wow, look at look at you just coming totally uh, I, lubed up. Well, listen, I uh, I can't control my own life. Why not let the microchip from Bill Gates control it mm. for me? That's a good point. I, uh, I, I will probably get the flu shot. Because uh, having had the flu not that long ago, mm-hmm. I don't want to have that uh, this year. No. I didn't like it. I no. find that the flu is very inconvenient. Right. And and didn't we also get an offer from the company here? Yeah, they do that every year where yeah. they'll you know they'll reimburse you. Yeah. But but do you, but I mean our insurance pays for it anyway, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, most of the time. So our insurance will cover us. Well, good. So yeah, yeah I'm they, down with the flu shot as well. Uh, the Dow Jones had its worst day since June yesterday. 
A new report saying that inflation remains a heavy burden for American households. Costs driven up by increases in food, shelter, and medical care services, which offsets a sharp decline in gasoline prices. Don't know how long it's going to last, but the Dow Jones down significantly yesterday. Yeah, yeah and it's been down and been up all yeah. that thing, and it uh, doesn't really seem to have an effect on people trying to buy stuff anyway, so what's the difference? Yeah, listen, you, you don't want to overreact. I mean, you look at, oh my God, I lost my shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. I lost three. What? I lost three dollars yesterday. Oh my god! My god, I'm how going, do you going friggin' broke? Time to sell. It's eight forty-two with back Stephen Dave on Rock One Hundred Two. The newest way to save money is also the easiest. Freedom Credit Union introduces Advantage Checking, powered by Bazing. With the tap of an app, you'll... And for all, like a third time, filed by the guy who's now an adult who was once the swimming baby on the cover of the Nirvana mm-hmm. LP. Well, you know, I mean, he's, uh, you know, imagine being him. You know, you're, you're, you got a baby picture on a, on a famous album, sold millions of copies. Yeah. You know, and your, uh, your business, your baby business is uh, in everybody's hands. I mean, that would be rather embarrassing mm-hmm. you know, at, you know, later in life. Unless you made money off of it. And he did, but nevertheless, you mm-hmm. still suffer, uh, you know, some level of damage. Yeah, but he didn't make a lot of money, right? Yeah, I don't think isn't so. That what isn't that's why you're suing uh, because to get more money? Yeah, yeah. right. Which uh, I don't blame him at all. He didn't have the consent to say, I want to put my naked body all over, uh, you know, the world. Well, how could he? He was just a little tiny baby for crying out loud. I mean, a little though. tiny baby in a pool. And, uh, you know, he didn't make Kurt Cobain money. Didn't make uh, Dave Grohl kind of money. You know why Kurt Cobain doesn't make any money anymore? Uh-oh. No, Steve. Why doesn't he make any money anymore? Because he doesn't have a head for business. Hey. Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool is underway at rock102.com. Your call football. <laughs> Weekly winners get a $50 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria in Hamden. Pizza the way you like it. And the overall season winner gets a $500 cash card courtesy of Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. Check the stats and go with your gut and play Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool from Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Plus, you can compare your picks to ours as well. Yeah, we, 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 we can't win the prizes, but we got a separate leaderboard. Well, I lost the first week because I didn't pick anything, mm. and now I got them all done. You and I, uh, you and I tied. Yes, at at uh, at nine, nine apiece. That's not bad. We it's had not- we had that we both had that Monday night game wrong. Mm-hmm. We uh, we thought uh, that would be a little bit. We thought Denver would win. Yeah. as opposed to having them blow that game in the last twenty seconds because Nathaniel Hackett made the wrong choice, which is a you know. We'll talk about. I want to talk to Zolak about this because right. you have a guy, a quarterback. You spent two hundred and forty-nine million dollars on you. You traded players and draft picks for this guy. Mm-hmm. You got forty twenty seconds left in the game. A minute left in the game. A minute left in the game, and you give the ball to the kicker to kick a to make a sixty-four yard attempt. If I'm if I'm Russell Wilson, I'm furious over this oh, because. Yeah. Dude, give the, your quarterback a chance to to make a play. A minute from midfield is an eternity Absolutely. in the NFL, especially for a guy like Russell Wilson. And by the way, Nathaniel Hackett, the, co- the head coach of Denver, his very first game as a head coach, he said, "Oh yeah, we made the." Re-. He he has since backpedaled. He yeah. said, "Yeah, we should have yeah, we should have let Russell Wilson win the game." For in us. hindsight, I put myself in the hot seat of my very first game as a head coach. <laughs> Nicely done, <laughs> yeah. idiot. My God, I'm sure I'm sure Zolak will have plenty to say about that mm-hmm. and more tomorrow after eight o'clock. Probably. Yep.
Um, I have another Kurt Cobain joke if you want to hear it. Yeah, sure. sure. Why not? Well, you know what? No. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's that, it's, wow. it's that Steve, bad of a joke? Steve Nagel refusing to pull the trigger for once. Wow. Let me write this Un- day Unlike down. Kurt Cobain. Hey! <laughs> Every you time. just made a joke, Dave, and you didn't you. even know it. Didn't we, even realize you were you were you were posting the you posting the setup. We teamed up. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm glad you didn't say a joke that would have gotten us all in trouble because I don't need another meeting today. No, we've already, already got more than enough schedule. There's already two meetings that uh, I'm not going to. Yeah. How'd you get out of that? I have children. And uh, children need to be attended to, and uh, during the times uh, that I need to do that, uh, I cannot be available for those meetings. You know, I miss those days when I could you know, use my children as pawns and, and, and get out of so many obligations. Well, I can. I got to take care of my kids. Mm, you know, my I kids know. are all in their, you know, are all adults now. So it's like uh, I, 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 can't even, I can't even use them for that purpose anymore. That's yeah. a real shame. You're going to miss it when you no longer have that opportunity, no, Steve. I, but, well, and that's why I do it. You know, I yeah. uh, I try to make myself available. Uh, mm-hmm. I, this is why I, I'm hanging up that DJ business. Because, uh, you know, the, the original idea was to make extra money. Because, you know, we make so much here um, that you know, to make extra money uh, to pay for daycare and stuff like that. But that uh, life has changed. Yeah. Life has gone on. and. And now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I want to be around more for the baseball games and sure. the uh, and the and the cross country meets and all that stuff. The work life balance. Um, yeah, and it's it give me more time on the weekends. Yep. And uh, not to say that I didn't enjoy doing that job for it was ten years. Ten years I, I started that wow. business ago, and um, not to say that I didn't enjoy it, but. It's time to for a shift change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's time to start using your children as the great excuses that they are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Very much so. Because I tell you, once they hit like 18, 20 years old, it's all, it's all gone. It's all. They don't even know gone. who you are anymore. They really do they? don't. I, I think they could recognize me by pictures or something like that. But, but they come back around. My son now 35, and he's come back around. Yeah. Took, took him a while, but sure. he and I have a great relationship now. So yeah, it, well, it'll, it'll happen well, for you guys. There you have it. Mm-hmm. But you have. when was the last time you used your son as an excuse to get out of something? Mm, can't remember. See? That's been that long ago. Yes. 35. Yes. I mean, you're talking maybe 20 years? Maybe. So you had a real good opportunity to say, nope, I can't do it. Yep. I can't... I can't uh, do that event i have to take care of my son mm-hmm. yeah i miss those days already <laughs> yeah yeah I, I you won't find me going excuse me kids i gotta go out for cigarettes i'll be back in a minute and then never come back <laughs> that's really not your way no it's not my style no now yeah. it's like kid here's 10 bucks go buy me yeah. a pack yeah of go cigarettes. get me a pack of cigarettes I, I used to do that for my parents yeah the, the store down the street because it was uh it didn't matter. That's how. That's how the unfortunate way I I got to smoking was because of the fact that you could go into this. There was a little hardware store by our house, and you just say, "Hey, my dad needs a pack of Winston's," and the guy would be like, "Yeah, there you go. I know your dad, and here's the pack of Winston's." Mm-hmm. And then uh, nobody ever got caught. Yeah. See. Yeah. You could have bought two. Pa- Did you buy two packs? One for you, one for your dad? No, because he didn't really need them. He would buy them, uh, you know, oh, in bulk. I see what you're doing. Uh, yeah. But they all knew my dad. I, I, I'll take it. Nobody ever caught up to that. Nobody. <laughs> nice. That's, that's Nagel's kid. Congrats. He's, that's right. He's got enough problems. Yeah. He can have the pack of cigarettes. It's 856. A back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. New England Patriots football. Every game. 